Hey, good evening. This is the Disney Spirits Podcast, Episode 3. Uh, we're recording this on April 28th, 2020. Joe. Gary, what's going on? How's it going? <laughs> Today, I'm not thinking of COVID. You know what <laughs> you I'm thinking about? What you thinking about? I'm thinking about my drink. I just made myself a fantastic drink, and that is what I'm thinking about. You know what? It's a funny thing, because I'm thinking about mine, too. I made myself a fantastic drink as well. So we'll get <laughs> well, to that. Though. Let's we'll let's that. visit that in a few moments, shall we? <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> so this is Gary and Joe from the Disney Spirits podcast. Um, by now, hopefully, this is our third podcast. So by now, you know us. We don't need the personal intros, but I'm going to give make them quick anyways. Um, we just love theme parks. We love to talk about theme parks. We always talk about theme parks. We did some microphone tests uh yesterday and we found ourselves talking for almost a half hour about theme parks during a microphone <laughs> test <laughs> so what does that tell you <laughs> tells you that this could go on for a while <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's one of our things we definitely got to try to keep this under we're trying to get closer to the one hour mark right. and we everyone we get the statistics so we appreciate everyone who makes it through the full two hours that's it. Um, we, yeah thank you yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. If you if you enjoy our podcast, please, you know, uh, like us, share us, rate rate us on iTunes, please, if you can. And uh, actually, you can go up to um, YouTube and see our we uh, we make a drink every week and we have put the videos up on uh, with the recipes for the drinks. So you can go on to our YouTube channel and uh, and catch us there, too, as well. Um, and we now have an email, the Disney Spirits at gmail.com. So email us if you have any suggestions for a show or if you like, mostly if you like or <laughs> something we said, or if you want to check some of the things we said. Right. But, uh, we'll answer. I mean, if you're nice, we'll definitely answer. <laughs> sure. If we made a mistake, let us know. If, if, uh, if, you, uh, if there's something that you want us to talk about, let us know. So we'd like to uh, talk a little bit about our last podcast because now we have uh, we have reason we have enough podcasts to sort of talk about the things we talked about, Joe. Right. Great. <laughs> well, well I, one thing I wanted. Catch you a drink. <laughs> I was taking a that sip. Happens. I'm sorry. That happens, I'm yeah. taking a sip. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, one thing I wanted to mention from the last podcast is that. I uh, while we were speaking and then I went back and reviewed the podcast and I was a little horrified to hear that I said that uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea used to be in uh, Adventureland. It was not. Uh, it was in Fantasyland. It was actually where New Fantasyland is right now. That was the piece of land where 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea was on. I can't believe I missed this because I have the poster in my living room and I stare at it every day. And at the bottom, it says Fantasyland. So, so that's one thing I wanted to talk about from last week. That happens. I, I don't remember. I think I did. I don't remember if it was off air or on air when I said that um, 20,000 Leagues and now it's Nemo's, Nemo's something under Sea Adventure or something like that. I don't yeah. remember. But at Disneyland... It happens to be in Tomorrowland. It I is in Tomorrowland. To yeah, sure, it so. is. What were yeah. you thinking, man? I have no idea, Gary. I'm sorry. I was, what were you drinking, man, is more like yeah, it. Like, yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> that happens. And I was uh, – uh, so one for me because I was stumped last uh, last podcast. Blast from the Past was the movie with uh, Brendan Fraser uh, that uh, I was trying to remember, and that looks exactly like the, the – uh, um, 50s prime time that whole right. uh in the, 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 the yeah. tuna lounge yeah 
Um, Blast from the Past, highly recommend it. It's great old old school what nineties probably movie. 90s, it's yeah. fantastic. Probably yeah. around the probably right around the time that he made that movie Encino Man. You remember that one? Oh my god, that was awesome. I watched that like a thousand times. <laughs> How come these movies are never on TV, Gary? <laughs> Um, <laughs> just go figure <laughs> right <laughs> um, so we're so, gonna do oh we're gonna talk about this theme park news so lauren seabrook from uh one of the orlando news stations uh she's a newscaster in orlando she tweeted this afternoon that um there are some guidelines for reopening uh not from disney or universal yet but for them that have been decided on by the Orange County Commission. So we'll talk about these a little bit. Do you want to start with a theme park or do you want, so so this is an interesting thing because you know Disney Walt Disney World is a uh, you know their hotels are just as important as the you know the resorts are just Absolutely. as important as the theme yep. park. So right. um the theme park let's go with the theme park first because it it's it's uh quicker at least. <laughs> it, it is, um, yeah. 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 So do you want to do you want to go over those guidelines? Yeah, sure. So th- there's guidelines for small theme parks, which they have listed as Top Golf and Fun Spot and Andretti Go Karting, which is right across from the convention center on International Drive. Icon Orlando, which is where the Orlando they call it the wheel now. It used to be the Orlando Eye is located. Gatorland infringement. Right. So <laughs> the, the, the mandates for the small theme parks as at quick glance, it looks exactly the same as the large theme parks, which they, they list Disney and Universal. I would imagine SeaWorld is included in large theme parks. And the guidelines right now are they're going to be two phases, phase one and phase two, tape marking six feet apart in ride attraction queues. This one's going to be a difficult one. Gary, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny because the first like, OK, so everyone's six feet apart, but but almost all the queues are back and forth. That's back and thing. forth queues. Exactly. You're gonna walk past somebody like you can't. Right. I mean, how many rows? How, are, yeah. Go ahead. How many rows are you gonna have to skip in order to, yeah. to to maintain this six foot distance? So the only thing I can think of is virtual queuing for most of these attractions. Mm-hmm. And well, we'll Disney's already set up software wise to be able to do that. They are, and so and so yeah. is Universal actually. You know, but we'll see. You know, they have it at least for the Jimmy Fallon attraction and <laughs> Fast and the Furious Supercharged. Oh which, my uh, goodness. Yes, yes, yes. Well, yeah, we're, we talking, about, we're That's talking about podcast overrated. Itself. Our, our, yeah, our <laughs> podcast today is our subject is going to be over top overrated attractions and that one, this is not for all of Orlando because otherwise we uh. that one would definitely be in it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Worst hype ever for oh my lord, bad, bad, bad attraction. I mean, maybe not bad sad, if you're into Fast and Furious, but man, yeah, bad. Anyways, sad. all right. Worse that it take, <laughs> took up space of two attractions, and one of them was Great Disaster. I loved, so yeah, which was anyway. awesome, right? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Back to the back to the guidelines here, though. Okay, so uh, that one's going to be a tough one. Uh, staff to regularly wipe down surfaces at random. Uh, that's easy enough. Mm-hmm. Phase one and two. Staff who are 65 plus are encouraged to stay home. So those um, employees, lot. yeah, that's that's yeah, there's, there's going to be quite a few, and 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 it's it's going to be tough. Right, those people are yeah. going to be unemployed still. So you know, um, I hope there's. Some, it, that's a good I would point. Ima- I, would, I hope yeah, there's some, 
built into that. Yeah, that they and and, and it's funny because it says they're encouraged to stay home. So are they if it's not mandated for them to stay home, are they going to be able to get unemployment? Are they going to get paid? These are mm-hmm. questions, you know. And of course, until Disney and Universal and SeaWorld make their announcements, we're not really going to know these answers. Um, okay, and we got all employees are required to wear face masks. I think that's probably been expected. Um, touchless well, now hands. You're in mandates. These are right. mandated. These right. are these yeah. are mandated now. Yeah, by Orange, the Orange County Commission. Um, touchless hand sanitizer at each ticketing entry and turnstiles. I think that's probably a good idea, and I think we all kind of expected that. Um, probably should be there anyway. <laughs> touchless, hand, touchless hand sanitizer at each ride and attraction entry and exit. It's funny because I know I've said this before. <laughs> we should yeah, have right. that on every, yeah. Um, yeah. somewhat of a germaphobe in the first place. And this, by the way, is making my head explode, this whole the whole coronavirus <laughs> thing, <laughs> needless to say. But uh, I always thought that that would have been a great idea, touchless hand sanitizer. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. yep. you have no choice but to touch, you know, some of the parts of the ride. And I got to say, sometimes, right. you know, kids, some kids are just Petri dishes, you know. <laughs> Yeah, they just absolutely. like to touch everything and i've actually i'll tell you a quick story i don't i digress as we're trying to go through this but i've actually while i was in line once at pinocchio um the pinocchio restaurant there um mm-hmm. i actually the where the where the lines are uh to to order your food there's wrought iron fences you know like uh mm-hmm. to separate the lines yep. Yep. and i actually watched a kid lick across the top down the one of the wrought iron uh, balusters and then across the bottom where all that dust was and stuff and then back up another ball- baluster he was licking it full out licking it I, I was dying I, yeah I, just like i was dying anyways sorry, sorry. that's a way to build up your immune system right there yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's certainly true <laughs> oh, i think i oh, took a yeah. sip of my uh, my drink <laughs> yeah yeah that that, that oh. almost made me drink too gary <laughs> <laughs> it was rough it was rough all right yeah sorry that, that, mandates yeah that's think some those one of those things you can't unsee unfortunately i'm no. sorry no i could vividly <laughs> i could bring that up anytime i want vividly see that again i don't know I, I, I was it's bad enough for the person who has to touch the railing afterwards but for the kid right? i mean it's really bad Oh my god! I watched he licked the, the like you know the dusty part on the bottom. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's a good thing it's. Different. And I have a kid. I would be. I don't. I would have lost my mind if I saw my kid do something like oh, that. I know. <laughs> yeah, good point. Good thing it's Disney, and not like uh, yeah, you know, yeah, some yeah. other part that maybe not or clean. Some as much, yeah. Ex- exactly. It's not as yeah. uh, as as uh, clean. Anyway, all right. Moving so, on. Sorry. Derailed. Yeah, yep. No problem. Temperature, temperature checks. checks. Temperature checks for all staff prior to shift. And it says temp above 100.4 must not enter premises. Well, we know our we're 98.6 is our normal temperature. So 100.4 is a fever. Yeah, uh, not, it's not fever. a it's a low grade fever, but not but yeah. it is a fever nonetheless. And I I, I don't know how. I, I would imagine they're going to use those um, forehead thermometers. I don't know how accurate those are. So maybe they're compensating that for that. that. Yeah, exactly. And that I, don't, I don't think they're that accurate. Right, right. And um, But 
interestingly enough, it doesn't mention guests. And it's very interesting. And it we is interesting before. Right. Because, uh, like, if you're a whole family, and, uh, and, and um, I don't remember if this was on the air or off the air again, but if you're a family and, let's say, your kid has uh, uh, something like an ear infection that's not really bothering them, like they're perfectly capable to go to the park, but they might be running a fever. And right. the family shows up at the gate, gets scanned, the kid has 100 fever, let's say, 100, 100.5. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole family would not be able to get into the park that day. So I wonder if that is sort of like, like I don't know. Is that sort of a thought? Like, you can't really check people's temperatures because it could, I, yeah, uh, the breeze could be so wide. I don't know. It, I don't know. It's, it's you know, it's, it's like I say, these are guidelines from the Orange County Commission. These are not guidelines from, and I would imagine Osceola was involved too. Um, you know, not just Orange County because Disney straddles both. Um, but, you know, Disney, of course, can go beyond these. They can't do any less than this, but they right. can go beyond this. If they decide that they want temperature checks, I'm sure they can implement them. They have at, at, at some of the foreign parks, but right. of course this is America. Things are different. Foreigners are maybe more open to these temperature checks. Americans might say, I'm not coming if I have to have my temperature check. So right. all this has to go into Disney's thinking as what we're going to do when we reopen and, um, Again, you know, there's a phase one and phase two, and we're going to get to that in a second because they're going to be reduced capacity on both of those phases. Um, so, so well, let's go to the next uh, guideline. All employees with flu-like symptoms advised to stay home. Well, that's pretty much a no-brainer. We don't really have to discuss yeah. that one. <laughs> you should be doing that anyway. It has nothing to do with this. If you have flu-like symptoms and you work in the service industry, you should be staying home. Like, that's just... I get it, but mm-hmm. you should be staying home. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, our next one, I'm pretty sure Gary was a consultant yes. on this one. Wipe I should have down all railings and surfaces after every. I should have waited. I should have waited, but I had to, I had to say it. Oh, so gross. And then yeah. we've got our different our different phases, and, and in phase one, is going to be 50 percent of capacity, and phase two is going to be 75 percent of capacity now it sounds drastic but let's face it every, you know what's the capacity of the magic kingdom it's, it's somewhere around ninety thousand people you know what i mean it doesn't approach right a, a normal day 50 percent of capacity is probably a regular day you know so um, this is not like a drastic thing and i think 75 percent capacity is not a drastic thing either but you know it, it is um there are going to have to be some restrictions to see that they meet that every day because otherwise there might be days where they don't meet it. So what I was wondering is who's going to be in phase one? Is it going to be pass holders? Is it going to be Florida residents? Is it going to be only hotel guests, which it might be? Maybe it'll be just on-site hotel guests and DVC members. Yeah, it could be any of that, and we just don't know yet. And this is, you know, and, and I'm sure this is something that you know by the time you're listening to this, is might might come out because th- this is a situation that's in in flux, and things are right. being announced every day almost. So, and I think right now with Florida, um, you know, our uh, safer at home order is going to expire on the 30th, which is tomorrow, or no, day after tomorrow. That, um, you know, then 
we're going to start talking about reopening things and the beaches are already starting to be uh, spoken about uh, to be reopened and uh right. and um you know the theme parks are are certainly a big part of the economy here so they're you know and they want to reopen so we'll see we'll see you see all this is going to get announced and we'll see where we're headed and right. how long it takes to get back to normal because phase three is normal operation uh, according to these guidelines and and we'll see what the timeline is how long phase one lasts how long phase two lasts and of course this is something that disney fans and 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 you know people who have disney vacations booked for the summer are like us both yeah, both of us <laughs> both, both of us are you know real anxious to hear because you know this is going to pretty much make or break whether we're going to go this year or whether we're going to put it off for another year and go next year you know yeah. so I'm still honestly, it's still up in the air. Like, uh, uh, you know, it's it's yeah. a couple of months till we go, but still, you yeah. just sort of have to see how things pan right. out before, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So. So here we are talking about COVID again. Oh God. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. Well, that's the news. <laughs> we can't that's really do <laughs> opening roller coasters or anything like that because yeah, I mean, for the most part there isn't anything, yeah. you know. Um. Um. Do you want to review hotels? Uh, yeah, let's go over the hotel guidelines. Too, right. these, are, these are somewhat interesting. Um, yeah, you know what? I thought they were interesting. There was yeah. a few things in here that, that are very interesting to me. Right. So. Right. So, so uh, hotels, uh, phase one, how, housekeeping services to be limited and allow for minimal guest and employee exposure. So I'm guessing that, you know, it's going to be one of those situations where you're going to have to request housekeeping. Um, and you probably won't get it otherwise. So, and you know, this is, you know, Disney's Disney has almost 30,000 hotel rooms. So, you know, this is a big thing for Disney as well. So, uh, and universals, I don't know how many hotel rooms they have now, but they're opening yeah. them up you know, one after another. In a hotel a week, they were at one, at one <laughs> yeah, point. It seems like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, promoted available mobile check-in now, um, Disney's already Disney's, set up for that. Disney's for all that. set up for that. I I, yeah. I think Universal is too. Um, the major chains, Hilton and Marriott, are already set up for that. So that um, you know, some of your smaller hotels, not going to be able to implement that. But it doesn't. It just says if available. Um, oh yeah, third one. Housekeeping services only clean upon request, or when guests depart. So yes, you're going to have to request housekeeping. Allow employees to work from home if not playing a critical role in serving guests. So your reservation people um, are gonna not be at the hotel. Not, there's not gonna be a, a, a reservation desk. There'll be probably a check-in desk and mm. there's gonna be minimal staff there. Um, so I, you know, I thought that I found that as um, that was one of the interesting ones that I thought of because like what about concierge stuff? I wonder if all concierge well, stuff will be done by, you know, like like phone remote. call this number. Yeah, well, yeah. Or, or a computer, you know, you, you might yeah, sit down and, and have a, have a, um, you know, a Skype call or a, uh, yeah. or a Hangouts call or well, Zoom, 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 you just threw me back to, uh, uh, and I know you remember this, but the commuter core, when you used oh, to essentially yeah. have a, have a, a Skype World. call to, to get, uh, uh, dining reservations at Epcot. Yeah, you remember what it was called? 
World Key Reservation System. Oh, was it? Wow, look at you. Yeah. Well, I do remember the little screensaver, the little key spinning around. <laughs> I remember that. That counts right. Yep, 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 yep. Back in the day. Oh, and it was so cool, right? I mean, it, it was, was like, awesome. I'm yep. going to I'm gonna talk to somebody at the back of the park, and I'm going to be able to see them. They can see them, and they can see me <laughs> chatting. Yep, that was awesome. That's awesome. Anyways, all right. right. So we got um, only deliver room service to the guest door. That's no, no yeah, that's kind of yeah. Yeah, no brand. Knock on the door. Your room, your stuff's outside. Uh, Provide self parking. Um, I I think most hotels have valet. No right, no valet. Just get rid of the valet stuff. Yeah, no valet. Uh, Promote social distancing. That's a no brainer. Touchless sanitizer at entry. That's another good yeah. thing. Nope. Uh, yeah. Cleaning. Uh, I think a lot of them have it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And of course, uh, the 65 plus staff is encouraged to stay home because they're the at risk group. So, um, and that's in phase one and two of this um, reopening. And here's yeah. a mandate all employees to wear face masks, hand sanitizer at entry to be in, in plain visible sight. All employees with flu-like symptoms advised to stay home. Again, no-brainer. Uh, front desk to sanitize himself on a regular basis. <laughs> I thought that got a kick out of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't just have like showers they walk into. Yeah, every I was say, <laughs> sanitize themselves. Uh, okay. Yeah, what? <laughs> Not just your hands. Everything. Yeah, yourself. You got to walk into a shower or take the reservations while you're in the shower or something. Yeah, I'll say, Anyways. Okay. <laughs> consistent cleaning of guest areas and front desks utilize, utilize sneeze guards, which you're seeing pop up all over the yeah, place. At the uh, supermarkets, at the supermarket, everything. everything. Yep. All I know is I wish I invested in plexiglass before this. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, remove all service items in guest rooms to include glassware. So, so you're not going to get any coffee cups. You're not going to get any coffee machines. You're not going to have no. all those perks that you normally have. Um, at least until this is, is all is over. So, so that's an interesting thing for DVC members because yeah. DVC members have fully stocked kitchen. If you, you know, if you have a one or two bedroom or a grand villa or whatever, and that's one of the big parts so, of DVC. Is exactly, you, you can cook yep. it. You don't have to eat at a restaurant. You can cook in your room, and then exactly. without the pots and pans and all the kitchen utensils, that's not going to happen. That's just it's not until you know until we get to phase three, right. Uh, Remove all service items. Okay, we got that. Mini bars yep. are not to be stocked, so you're not going to have any. You know what? Fine. <laughs> have, have you ever taken anything from a mini bar ever? So Anybody on the podcast who's listening to us, please email me and let me know if you ever grabbed a $7 bottle of water from one of these or it's one of those $5 peanuts. You know, like it's yeah. – uh, it's not it's not a big thing for Disney, but I, if you're on an expense account, I think that you use, utilize a mini bar if you travel you're traveling for oh, work. My company says don't even think about touching the mini bar because <laughs> you're on your own, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, that's one of the travel restrictions is don't ever don't no ever mini take bar. anything no from the mini, mini bar. bar. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So, so Gary's yeah. company no mini bar, but a lot of companies <laughs> people use the mini bar. Yeah. <laughs> Gary, you got to let your employees use the mini bar. Come on, Gary. Fat chips. Water. $25 nip. I've oh, seen yeah, those. So, yeah. So, no more $7 Cokes, people. At least yeah. for a while. <laughs> yeah, for a uh, while. 
no, do not offer cell food services. So oh, here's the thing. Uh, if you are at saying at staying at, say, the Hampton Inn, free breakfast. Is, the, is there going to be a free breakfast? Are they going to have to serve it to you? Right. You definitely won't be able to go up and get it yourself like you usually do uh, in buffet style. So, right. yeah, it's interesting. This will be interesting to see how this works out. Um, yeah. You know what I was thinking of? Not even not even face to face now, but Mohana's where they're bringing stuff to the table. You know, on the skewers. Right. Mm-hmm. They walk away with those. Like I like I wonder how that's going to be impacted, if at all. I mean, maybe I'm overthinking, right. but you know, that's a, that's right. one of the first things I thought of was hmm. Right. Aside from just the the regular um, grab and go stuff too. Right. Right. Have sure. The resorts here. Yeah. Right. Mm. What, 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 what's going to be available? What's not going to be available? You know, a, a family style like Ohana, where they bring the skewers to your table, is that going to yeah. remain the same? Um, who knows? I mean, we just don't know right now. So, like yeah. I say, these are guidelines. These are guidelines from from uh, uh, Orange County and Osceola County. So, and we're out to say space, pool furniture according to distancing, pretty much a no brainer. Uh, pool games and pool chairs to be sanitized regularly, door handles, elevator buttons and railings to be sanitized regularly. This sh- this should be happening anyway. Remove yeah. all coffee makers from guest rooms. We said that already. Uh, guest Heartbreaker, that one. Yeah, that's tough. It's tough. Heartbreaker. <laughs> I, yeah. We always pack our own uh, Keurig cups, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In fact, you know, I bought a Keurig to travel with. And oh, right. You told me. Yeah, that's yeah. and because... Idea. And because everybody had coffee makers, I'm like, you know what? Just we'll just donate that thing. We don't need it anymore. And now, now we might need it again. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, remove all guest collateral items except for those that are single use. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, collateral. Sanitize guest keys before and after each use. And this, I guess these are going to be places that, that don't have mobile check-in because if you mobile check-in with Disney, you're going to use your Magic Band. If you mobile check-in with um, Hilton, you're going to use your, your phone yeah, to your phone. enter your room. Yeah, so you're going to use your phone to enter your room. So um, sanitize bell cards after each use. Again, these are things that probably should happen anyway. Yeah, they should. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> phase one and two, no conferences. So they're not, of course, you're not going to be able to gather and have, um, you know, a big meeting. Massive. massive and that's, and that's yeah. right, 30,000 yeah. people so at the... Maybe if you have a nine-person conference, they might let you get away with it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and promote social distancing. Yeah. So this is, you know, that's a no-brainer too. So these, yep. some of these are are no brainers, and some of them are very interesting. How are they going to implement this? How, is this as is this as far as they're going to go, or are they going to go beyond this? I mean, right. we'll see. It's, it's, yeah, it'll be very interesting to see. And um, like you said, these are the preliminary things that came out. Um, and we thank and I, I just I forgot her name. Darn it. Yeah, I, I mentioned oh, her. What's her, what's her name? name? Yeah, I mentioned I, her at the beginning. I mentioned her at the beginning, but let's see. I'll, yeah. I'll try and find her name one more time so we can give her props for for sending these to us, or not sending them to us, but not directly uh, to uh, us, but right. tweeting uh, about them. Uh, Lauren Seabrook. Lauren, Lauren Seabrook, Seabrook, again, she's with um, uh, WFTV in Orlando. So, yeah. so, so thanks, thanks Lauren. Yeah. Thank you, Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> all right so um i guess that's a good and bad news 
kind of thing because bad news that it seems like there's going to be a lot of restrictions, but good news that they're really looking at a, a, a you know, like a responsible way to open the parks, you know, like a really carefully yeah. thought out plan yeah. to open the parks where I, I, people can generally feel safe. Right. And I, I figured they would. And to me, the most the best news of all is that they're talking about opening the parks. <laughs> just just exactly. hearing them talking about opening the parks makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> did you uh, did you see that thing from uh, the CEO at Southwest Airlines today? He said nothing's going to go back to normal until Disney opens their parks again. Travel. Oh, yeah. Travel's I, not going to go I, back I, to I, normal I, until Disney opens their parks again. When Disney like, opens wow. their parks, every. And well, that's the power that Disney has. When when yeah. Disney when Disney reopens, I think people will start to feel confident that things might be yeah. safe. You know, oh, Disney World's yeah. open. Things might be things are safer. Um, and D- Disney has that power over us. So, yeah. you know, uh, and so I think that's one of the reasons why, like you say, they're trying to be very responsible about the way they reopen. Yeah. So. All right. All right. So I would like to, um, at this point, it's a perfect time to move on to the drinks we're having this evening. I think mm-hmm. <laughs> after that kind That's of music. That sounds good to me. <laughs> what you right. go first, Gary? So, Let's, yeah, what are you drinking tonight? You, you've talked enough, Joe. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> you talked I a read lot. all this news for crying out loud. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to hear me? <laughs> exactly. Uh, so tonight I'm drinking a Coney Negroni which is essentially, essentially a Boulevardier inspired by the piers of Coney Island. I like that. Awesome. So um, where can you find this drink, you ask? At my favorite bar, my number one bar. Number so you have four. to listen to last podcast, right? Yep. Your number yep. four, my number one. Yep. Uh, our last podcast where we, uh, where we rate the top five um, uh, bar atmospheres at the park. Uh, mine was... Uh, my number one was the Abracadab Bar, and that's where you can find this Coney Negroni. Um, so how is this made? Originally, and you can correct me, Joe, on this, but I swear it was made with Eagle Rare originally. Originally, actually, it's funny. Um, originally, it was made with um, Wild Turkey 101, believe oh, it or okay. not. So, uh, all right. So I was that is the recipe that I have here is Wild okay. Turkey 101 bourbon. Yep. Campari and uh, Carpano Antica Sweet Vermouth. Cor- I yep. had that as turkey, but I swear I, it was, I, I swear I got it. Maybe I ordered it with the Eagle Rare. Well, I think Eagle Rare I, is, the, is the bourbon they use now in that mm, drink. Um, I got you. I think, yeah, I think that's, they switched. But uh, initially when the, when the, the um, Abracadabra first opened, it was made with Wild Turkey 101. Gotcha. And uh, it's a phenomenal drink. It, really. it is it's one of my favorites. I yeah. think uh, we had I had one of those, and then I had a uh, one of the Manhattans. That's I have there. The Magic Hatton. Magic Magic Hatton. Another phenomenal drink. Yeah, yeah, that was quite <laughs> the drink. <laughs> yeah, uh, all that could be not... yours for twelve fifty, Joe. Twelve fifty. That's cheap. Fifty. It's not. I thought that's they raised I got the, off price. the site. Twelve fifty. I thought they raised the price to. I thought it was like fifteen bucks now. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Honestly, that would make more sense. I wonder if yeah, I got this off w- like an older website. I saw it and grabbed it, but yeah, it w- it would make yeah. more sense for it to be fifteen bucks because it's so so dark. There was so a time, good. and I think they're all. I think 
they're all 15 bucks now, but there was a time when they were all 1250 and or $12. I think they started at $12. And I remember the first time, the first drink I ever got there was the Coney Negroni. And I remember when it came, it came in a martini glass and, and I looked at, it, I'm like, it was filled to the brim. Yeah. I'm like, that is a yeah, big drink. That was serious. That is, <laughs> this, this it's is a bird bath. That's not a yeah, drink. <laughs> you're not kidding. <laughs> and, and it was so good. It's such a great drink. Yeah. Great choice. Yeah. Gary, Gary with Thank a great you very choice. Much. Um, so uh, I'll let you do your drink and then we're going to push our, uh, our YouTube, our YouTube recipes. So, why don't you tell me what your drink is, and then we'll both push the YouTube uh, videos that we made making these drinks. Sounds so, good. Joe, what are you drinking this evening? What I'm drinking is a drink from my number one bar from last week, which was uh, Trader Sam's Grog Grotto uh, over at the Polynesian Village Resort. And I'm making, I made, not making, I made the Dark and Tropical Stormy, which is Trader Sam's riff on the classic tiki drink the dark and stormy which is kind of like the unofficial drink of the island of bermuda <clears throat> and delicious. Um, really delicious um the the um recipe is the wife's go-to drink by the way uh, go ahead i'm yeah. sorry <laughs> <laughs> juice of a half a lime um one quarter of an ounce of falernum falernum is kind of a um classic tiki ingredient it's um it's either a syrup or a uh, a liqueur almost with a rum base which would be called velvet falernum that's the brand um i use the syrup which was fees brothers and um rj reynolds makes another good one it's got almond lime ginger and allspice in the syrup so it's kind of you can make this drink without it but it kind of kicks it up another notch to steal Man. from to steal from Emerald. <laughs> <laughs> bam, 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 bam. So Joe, I can't help but say that philanum sounds like an organ. Like I'm having a little problem with my philanum lately. <laughs> philanum. Take two Coney Negronis and call me in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> well done, sir. Well done. Um, an ounce and a half of dark rum i use goslings goslings is the is the dark and storm in fact gosling have to yeah goslings um bermuda rum has um trademarked the name dark and stormy and if you own a restaurant you can't legally call the drink a dark and stormy unless you use goslings um you'd have to call it something like a rum mule or something because the last ingredient is ginger beer top it up with ginger beer and um I use Gosling's ginger beer too. I like um, Gosling's with the Gosling's rum, but you can use, um, you know, Fever Tree. You can use Q. They're they all they're all good. Um, garnish with a my favorite FYI. Just to yeah, let yeah. you know, Gary likes Fever Tree. <laughs> it's so good. It's I do very like, good. I do like Q. Q, Q, Q is great. Tonic Q uh, ginger beer, fantastic. All Q flavors are great, but Fever Tree for some reason their their ginger beer has that bite. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Bite. It does. And yep. And uh, yeah, they're um, for me with this drink they're a little spicy. I like them with bourbon for sure. <laughs> they're they're both of them better than than Gosling's with bourbon. But um, bourbon, you don't say. <laughs> bourbon. Who, who likes bourbon? I don't know. <laughs> Um, and at the t this is the piece de resistance. You have to garnish it with a wedge of lime, and you get a little trop. Um, 
a um, cocktail umbrella and you kind of, you know, break it, <laughs> pull the umbrella up <laughs> and make it look like the wind has blown the umbrella backwards. Uh, and there's your dark and tropical stormy. And it's a fantastic okay. drink. Yeah. And it's 12 bucks, 12 bucks at uh, Trader Sam's Grog Grotto. And it, the good thing about it is it, it's a simple tiki drink. There's, no, you know, most of the tiki drinks are really complex, but this one's not. Yep. Yeah. Excellent drink. Obviously, uh, I've had I've had my share of them. Oh, my absolutely. In Stormy. Harry's but, wife, Jen, that's one of her go to's. If, if, in fact, that. that's her favorite drink that doesn't end in Ida. <laughs> that is very true <laughs> yeah it's so good plus i mean you have it at the grotto i mean oh that's plus plus that's awesome absolutely yep. Yep. yeah so um make sure at this point make sure you, you you jump over to our youtube channel that we have now we have a youtube channel we have um we'll we'll post up our uh our making of these drinks we uh, we shoot video when we make these drinks and uh, put it up on YouTube. So make sure you you head over there. I'll put that in the notes so that you can uh, get the link and um, see us us with faces made for radio. Uh, yeah, faces made for radio, no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> but the drinks are good. The yeah, drinks the are good, and and uh, you'll get the recipes over there. And um, if you enjoy our drink videos, please subscribe to our youtube channel as well and like them make sure you and like, like and yeah like our videos like and subscribe all good things yes both yeah yep. all right moving right along we're, we're doing well on time this time normally wow. uh yeah normally all we, right yeah Let's keep it going man <laughs> we might come in under two today <laughs> yeah, we'll see we haven't started our we haven't yet. we haven't started our top five so let's, let's move on to that right exactly <laughs> yep so our top five this time is uh, top five most overrated attractions. So um, one of the things Joe and I were talking about is we, we wanted to put a little disclaimer out here. So what, why are we doing this? Right? Are we Disney bashing? bashing? No. We have no interest in Disney bashing. No. Disney, for the most part, weren't, they weren't the cause of making these attractions overrated. Basically, the guests make right. these overrated oh did you write you need to ride this ride right. but uh you know that that uh it they sort of it, it was organic as to how these most of these got overrated but um so the criteria that we use is is essentially how we feel about the ride the wait times the availability on fast pass and uh you know what other people see as must do's and we're not knocking their decisions either because everyone has favorites um but I don't know. I guess sometimes, uh, you know, we're seasoned, we're seasoned veterans at the park. So when we see right. someone say, oh, my gosh, you absolutely have to do this, get your fast pass for this and you're right. missing something else. We just right. feel like right. we're not 100 percent right. We're just giving our opinion. That's, That's it. it. Humble That's it. opinion. Yeah. Opinion. Opinions are fun. So, yeah, we're going to give our opinions. Yeah. And, and you got to remember where these opinions are coming from. I've been a exactly. pass holder for 25 years. Gary goes every year since he was. Two. (laughs) (laughs) And and, uh, we've ridden everything many times. And and we're not saying we don't like these attractions. We like them all. (laughs) We do. Sure. But but, probably every time. (laughs) Right. Right. But but a lot of times maybe you might miss something that's underrated, which might be in our next show, because you're 
waiting a long time to go on one of these. So, you know, um, don't by all means, don't skip these because we say we don't like them. You may love them. Um, But this is just our opinion. Yeah. So if you're if you're vacation planning, give it a listen. Maybe we'll help you make decisions in your plans. Just just think about it. You know, Uh, um, we're not saying to miss these attractions at all. We're just saying we find them overrated. So last time you got to go first, Joe. So it's my turn to go first. Shoot. I'm going. My number five is the Barnstormer. It's uh, Uh, a Affectionately known as Goofy's Roller Coaster. That's not <laughs> Goofy's Roller Coaster. It's actually Goofy, called the Barnstormer. Goofy's Barnstormer. Yes, yes. <laughs> and here's why. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say. Right. It's a junior roller coaster, so okay. It's a, it's a smaller roller coaster. We would, understood. We call it's it a, a roller skate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So. Uh, I'm working up to, as to why I find it overrated, but yeah. it's at it's in Storybook Circus section of Magic Kingdom in Walt Disney World. Uh, um, essentially, you, uh, you it's it, there's two trains that run on this ride, and I, I'm I'm shocked by that, and you'll find out why. But each seat uh, there's 16 riders per train, mm-hmm. and uh, it goes up a, a you know regular lift hill, which is about 30 feet. Mm-hmm. And, it, it rides 679 feet of twists and turns before it's done. Gary, um, I have to say, uh, a couple times I, I actually looked at the the seconds hand on my watch while yep. I did this ride, and from the <laughs> top of the point. lift, from the top of the Wait, lift until the race, I have my number. Okay, go ahead. What's your number? 32 seconds. No, mine is 18 seconds till the. <laughs> Eight, 18 <laughs> seconds from the top of the lift until the until the break hits for the first yeah. time, and and it's funny because oh, I counted in, until we stopped in the you you stopped at the break. I stopped in the uh, uh, you know in the in the station. So I well, wonder if we got an extra twenty seconds. So that's well, double yeah, the, you, yeah, because you stop and then you got to move into the station. I counted yeah. the eighteen seconds for um, a specific reason because uh, my friend Fred who's an awesome guy <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh you know um we went to disney and he was riding in the uh, car in front of me i was with my godson michael and um uh, my sister was next to fred and uh fred hates roller coasters with a passion he is scared to death of them so so he was screaming <laughs> He wasn't screaming for very long. No, he was was screaming up the lift hill, too. And the funny thing is, there was a gentleman who had kind of coaxed his child to go on the ride. And and here's this adult screaming. (laughs) So when we got to the lift hill, I'm looking up. I got to the end of the lift hill. I'm looking at my watch. And, yeah, 18 seconds from the drop to the first hit of the brakes. So, yeah, it's not not a long ride. And then... And I was going to say, it could, the line can get long. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the problem. That's yeah. basically, it would be fine if it was a walk-on. But right. we've seen it. I know we've gone by. We've seen it um, because my daughter always likes to ride. We got off the train, which the train station's kind of right there. Walk right. by because we're going to, with, with the thought, we're going to go on the Barnstormer. And the wait is 45 minutes. Right, right. I, I've yeah. seen, you know, 45 minutes, half hour. Even at 15 minutes, 
I'm like, this yeah. ride is legitimately seconds long. Yeah. Seconds. Se- yeah. Literally Never seconds long. To, yeah. to a minute. Yeah. And, and, uh, I, and I, I look, I appreciate the fact that like if you're if you're this could be a child's first roller coaster. And it was for for 100 percent. My, my two my three godchildren. This was their first roller coaster. And to go on the Barnstormer was, you know, a an accomplishment, you know. Right. Yep. Yeah. But that being said, uh, for your normal park guest, you're going to want to skip this one if there's any kind of a line. <laughs> if there's any line at all. And don't be fooled because sometimes that line doesn't look very long. Right. right. For some reason, it takes that last turn into the uh, into the station. Right. And it's, well, that, that sometimes takes a real long time to get. To get <laughs> I don't know how it does it when the ride's only, uh, you know, 30 seconds long. Yeah. But yeah. Yep. There, there's is, one head chopper moment when you go through the barn, you know, which is cool. Yeah, it's it is cool. cool. It is cool. Yep. Yep. But uh, doesn't last long. Not no. at all. <laughs> so that is uh, that's my number five. The Barnstormer overrated. Good. If there's any line, don't wait. It's not worth it. Uh, yeah. It's a fun. It's a fun little ride if there's no if there's no line. But like I said, even if I walk in and sit down, you sometimes think, geez, that was that was a bit quick. We'll move on to my number five. It's um, Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin in the Tomorrowland section of the Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, well, first of all, Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin has a big strike against it because... I told you were going to say it. Okay. <laughs> the podcast, <laughs> listen to our first episode. Of the podcast. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> it replaced Take Flight, which replaced Dream Flight, which replaced... If you could fly, which replaced if you had wings, which <laughs> all of them were favorites of mine. Fantastic. Okay, awesome. I, yeah. I like them all a lot better than Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. <laughs> <laughs> but big strike against it for me. Um, mm. The second thing that I really, first of all, the line again. This is another thing about these rides you're going to find that's pretty consistent. I'm sure with my list and Gary's list too. The line to me does not represent the, I don't want to say but, quality yeah. of the ride, but the, 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 the level of fun, the, the level of fun yeah. or the, yeah. Or enjoyment I get out of the ride. It yeah. just, just does not with this ride. There's usually a line, of course, Toy Story and Buzz Lightyear are very popular. Um, again, I know there are other, um, iterations of this attraction around the world that are probably better, but this one was kind of shoehorned into a spot. It, it took, it takes, took the existing infrastructure, the cars of that were of, um, take flight or dream flight was the last, uh, the last two rides that were there and, and just pretty much turned it into this shooting game, which is another strike. I'm not a big fan of interactive and shooting games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be entertained when I go on a theme park. Yeah. Ride, I, I don't want to work I'm, at it. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to play Xbox. I want to do it here at home. I don't need to do it at, at Disney World. You know, <laughs> I, I want to, and and you know that you know that's a thing. I think a lot of people um, kind of hold against Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, which, by the way, is a lot better than Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin, <laughs> without a doubt. Without, without a doubt. doubt. Except without for the, but I will say, I will say. Uh, uh, Space Ranger Spin, at least you're 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 sort of uh, you're sort of making your own destiny. Like you really have to shoot those targets. You know what I mean? Like you really have to. Whoop. Right. Okay. Yeah. You it's don't have somebody. Of a, of a it's, it's a it's a single person game. 
Wait, yeah. that's a good point. When you say yeah. you really have to shoot those targets, that's another thing I hold against it. Yeah. The guns are famously oh, terrible. inaccurate. Okay, if terrible. you get a bad gun on this particular attraction, you are not going to have a good time. You are not going to hit anything because a lot of them are misaimed and and no. Yeah, the little laser, the little laser uh, indicator yeah. is, is not correct. Correct. I think, you know, all of this I think stems from the fact that I beat you last time we were there. <laughs> it might be. This is, yeah. This is all, yeah, this is all something deep in my subconscious, Gary. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. You're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> so basically the backstory of this ride, um, it, it, it opened in, in 1998, uh, took, took the place of Take Flight. Um, the backstory is that we're um, evil Emperor Zerg, who's Buzz Lightyear's nemesis, is trying to steal the batteries that fuel the spaceships of the little green men that were in Toy Story. And the guests are recruits for Star Command, and we have to um, thwart Zerg's plan by going through and shooting a bunch of stuff. Um, the cool redeeming... In the beginning, by the way. Oh, but that's, I, just I, I was just going to hit, yeah. just gonna hit that. That's my <laughs> next thing. Redeeming qualities of this attraction... Very good. Buzz Lightyear animatronic. Awesome. There is, I think there's a, is there a Viewmaster in the queue too? I think there is a Viewmaster. Any, any mention of Viewmaster is a, you'll get kudos from me. I love Viewmaster. I've loved it since I was a child. I love Viewmaster. Um, so, but that's not Etch-a-Sketch with the Magnadoodle. Magnadoodle's in it too. Yep. Yep. Um, and, um, (laughs) so you, you, tough to aim and shoot like i said um and your score is gonna you know like i've i've gotten score i've rolled the thing over from 999,999 several times and then there's been times where got like 2,000 so it's like it's frustrating (laughs) okay it's very frustrating (laughs) and uh it is uh absolutely um uh thumb cramping (laughs) Definitely on camping. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt. And then, and then, you know, and it doesn't help matters that a couple years later, Universal opened Men in Black: Alien Attack, which, let's face, I mean, awesome. Really, if as far as shooting attractions go, I still think that's the gold standard right there because they have, you know, hundred and something lot animatronics that you shoot at and. uh, and you actually ride through the attraction and it has like multiple endings and stuff like that. So it's ah, just, yeah. just yeah. way Fantastic. beyond this. And yeah. it just came a couple of years after Buzz Lightyear, which really kind of put Buzz Lightyear as a no ride for me. I I'll ride it. If, um, you know, if guests come and when my daughter and, challenges, and, you. right. right. <laughs> if, if Gary wants to beat me at it somehow, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's that's my number five most overrated. So, you know. Yep, I can see it. I can see yeah. it. Make yeah, a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and and you know, this is a popular ride, so you know, don't 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 flame us for this. But <laughs> uh, if you love it, but you know, that's just my opinion. I'm ready to be flamed with my number four. Yeah, me. Oh, we may match up. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get flamed on my number four. We so. may. Ma- Go ahead, say it. Well. You 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 alluded uh, to to it in yours, but it I gotta say that Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run is overrated uh, for me. There so, you go. 
but I have to say why because I love I, I enjoyed the ride, and I talked to you right afterwards. I think I, yeah. I think I called yeah. you. Mm-hmm. I was like, I yeah, was gonna, we talked you know, right. At, we, we talked, talked right after it. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. But um, there's a lot of disappointments. I'll, I'll, I'll go over what it is. So so essentially, it's a motion simulator ride with high definition screens that that definitely immerse you in the action. No doubt about, about that. that. But my my gripe with it is that. I think it would have been much better served as like a like a, a modernized Star Tours, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Right. The the interactive part just doesn't it's just doesn't pan out for me. So so from the Disney's page itself, it's fly the Millennium Falcon on a thrilling interactive smuggler mission, ride in the famous cockpit of the Millennium Falcon, which you do. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Walking through <laughs> walking through the walking through the ship is just oh, awesome. Oh, the, awesome. The, the, yeah, awesome. Very much. Yeah, very much. Um, and and the outside, the, the Millennium Falcon that's outside the ride is life size and spot on, amazing, amazing. Yeah, one of my favorite pictures from our last vacation oh. was right in front of that one. By the way, it's awesome. Yeah. I it's use fantastic. it for my uh, at work. I use it for my teams. My teams picture. <laughs> right. It's it's yeah. It's it's fantastic. You are standing in front of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, the Millennium you give them Falcon. that. You give them that picture and tell them, don't you dare get anything from the mini bar when you go. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so um uh where was i yeah so so whether you're the pilot engineer or gunner every role is crucial that is from the disney's page yeah i don't know about crucial <laughs> if you're the pilot if there's two crucial. pilots either it's moving crucial. a stick up down or left and right mm-hmm. uh if you're an engineer you're pushing on that uh the tow cable and the i don't know the electrical pulse that grabs the uh uh, the containers. Mm-hmm. If you are the gunner, you're just pushing on a button when it lights up. Mm-hmm. There's no aiming or anything like yeah. that. So last time, last time, bye. Go ahead. Yeah. I was gonna say last time I was the engineer, and you know, it, uh, uh, go ahead because I, I I have an idea, how, and I'm sure you do too, on how this ride can be improved. <laughs> I I definitely do. So so well. Let's get to the wait times. This is this is kind of my problem with it. The yeah. wait times are typically over an hour, and I, and yes, it's a new it's a new attraction. And definitely, if people are going to the park, you gotta go on it. It yeah. is super oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, it is yeah. cool. Don't yeah. miss it. Don't miss it because we're saying it's overrated. It's still well, uh, yeah. If you go there, go do this attraction. Yeah. The overrated part that I that I'm kind of focusing on is the fact that they keep pushing the fact that it's you know interactive and mm-hmm. I. Mm-hmm. I don't, just didn't didn't get the over over interactive part. I really think it would have been great as a, as a you know a Star Tours ride, essentially a, a mm-hmm. like a really modernized Star Tours ride. Um, with, I think. With Chub- I, I, what were you gonna say, Chewbacca? I was gonna with Chewbacca, yeah. <laughs> yeah, with Chewbacca. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, um, and, I, and I and I gotta say, this is one gripe that I have on it, and I am a Disney fanatic. I'm a, I'm a Star Wars fanatic, yeah. you know, and these two blend perfectly. You know, I think it's awesome. But I got to question their decision to put it in the Star Wars Rebels universe um, instead of something that we know. You know, people want to see Han Solo and Chewbacca. Uh, the millenn- they are the Millennium Falcon, right? Are, I mean, hey, come we're on. Home. <laughs> we? We're home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's it. That's, that's it. it. But I don't, 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 I
Okay. Not a, I don't think enough people know Hondo. And and I was a huge Star Wars Rebels fan. I, I really enjoyed the um you know, the animated yeah. series, you know. Well, I mean, Hondo the Hondo, Hondo yeah, Hondo is am- animatronic, by the way, in the queue is just phenomenal. <laughs> For all t- he was there. Like it yeah. freaked me out. It was yeah, so yeah. life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Without yeah. a doubt. Yep. But I think I think it would be great if like you know, you did the cut the Kessel run. Or right. your Star Destroyer, or even if you were went back in time to the, like the you know the Death Star, you know or, you're fighting or, the Death Star or all of them or all of them yeah. multiple exactly like yeah. like like on Star Tours you know you can there's multiple possibilities. Um, yeah. I, I think another thing that even if even simpler than that, which of course I agree with yours is the ultimate fix, but even a, a fix that they could make it better, and I think it would be simple, is is to if if you ride this ride and your pilots are not good, you're not going to have a good time. You're just not. <laughs> but my pilot they, was like a six year old girl yeah, and uh, yeah. her her brother like uh, maybe an eight their, year old boy. And it's not if their we fault. No, nope, it's not. No, it's not their fault. No. It's, it's, I don't think it's easy to fly. I haven't flown it yet, but I, I don't think it's easy to fly. But watch but, what they're trying to do because you know these 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 kids. I'm sure play video games. You know, yeah, both yeah. of them are. Yeah, it'd be good, but you know, you, you gotta, you need to do it a few times before you're able to fly it properly. I would guess. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh yeah, we bounced off everything when we were leaving. The whole, you know, the, the whole exit tunnel there was sparks and panels missing and stuff. That yeah, was kind of cool. Yeah. Though. Yeah. If you beat up the well, rock, you do it. Like, yeah. 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 Pondo yeah, yeah, gets mad. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, Pondo was mad. Yeah. Yeah. He took away most of our most of our credits. Yeah, and, they take uh, for repair. But the the so that's that's my beef. An easy fix would be just make this thing autopilot. And if the other jobs are simple enough where you you still can enjoy the ride while you're doing it, but the pilot is critical to making this thing a good ride. And if you have people that are going to crash into everything, you're just not going to have yep. a good time on this ride. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's my true. that's my biggest beef with it. And what Gary said about you know putting Han Solo in it and and moving it to the the um the Star Wars the legacy Star Wars yeah um universe uh, universe yeah that's probably the best thing that could have happened to it but yeah. um you know beyond that something simple would be to just make it autopilot and the other jobs yeah you know you know, what, you know what, it's funny you brought that up too because it was one of the things I wanted to bring up I have a little note on my uh, on my script but um the jobs. And I even found this with mine. And uh, I was an engineer and I was a gunner. Yeah. Uh, the engineer job, um, I was paying more attention to for some reason. Yeah. If, But you have to sort of pay attention to when that light blinks. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. looking at it. Yeah. And if you start taking damage, you have to push other buttons. But you're right. missing what's happening yeah. on the screens. You know what well, I mean? You, you have, have to – wait, if, if you're the, the engineer buttons. and you don't push the button at the right time, you don't get the coaxium. You don't, you don't get, get the coaxium. Yeah, you, you don't – right, yeah. Exactly. So that's – yeah. You don't get credits. You don't get the coaxium. Right. Yeah. 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 It's weird. It's weird. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. A cool idea, no doubt about it, and you'll love it if you ride it 100. percent But uh, I don't know. Overrated in my my opinion so mm-hmm. far. Yeah, Sorry to know. say that. Don't don't flame me on email. Yeah. No. <laughs> people still Star, say that. Flame Star Wars Land. Uh, uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is not overrated though. Gary, I'm sure would agree no, with my that. Gosh. Not a, Oh my okay. gosh. No. So Gar- no, Star Wars that. Galaxy's Edge as a, as a whole, I think is fantastic. 
Oh my gosh. I walked in there and I was transported. I thought it was awesome. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, the detail is just off the hook. And that sounds like another podcast, if you ask yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And, and that is another podcast. You got that right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Is that your number four? You. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that is my number four. So, um, Joe, what is your number four? My number four is probably going to be more controversial than your number four, because oh. my number four is Peter Pan's flight. Joe, Joe, we're <laughs> matching up again. <laughs> That's Joe, you're jumping ahead on my list. This is funny that you're number four. I believe your number four last week was my number one, right? The Abracadabra. Was that your number four? Or was that number Correct. Three? It was my number four. Yeah, yeah, it was. Joe, your number four this week is my number one again. <laughs> And I'm not surprised Gary and I match up on this because it's kind of a running joke between us. Because when we look at the, the wait times at the park, you know, if the park if it's if it's if the park closes at 11 and it's 11:10, we will usually say, well, Peter Pan is probably still 70 minutes because yeah. you know, we're like, <laughs> the, the running joke is that it's 45 minutes at opening at rope no drop. Yeah. It's 45 it's minutes. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, Small World, 10 minutes. You know, Royal Carousel, 5 minutes. Fill Our Magic, 10 minutes. Peter Pan, 45. Always. Right. And 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 those are kind of some of my beefs with Peter Pan's flight is is those rides that are around it. Okay? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Do you want to take it? You're number one. So why don't you you take it? Oh, all right. So what? Oh, well, so well, well, you can be the commentary as we do it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So... So we talked about the wait times, and um, while it does have an interactive queue, which is fun, yeah, it, 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 the 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 line moves incredibly slow. So <laughs> you get to look at these interactive queues by, for by the uh, way. Interactive, go ahead. The the interactive queue was only added like five years ago, like 2014 oh, or 2015, 2014, I think. So it it was before that. It was even worse. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It was one of those really tight queues where, you know, you were walking. It was really, between the, the railings, it was thin. Yeah. You know, it was it was claustrophobic. It hit shoulders with everybody. You hit shoulders as yep. you go by. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, so, the, so the wait typically being 45 minutes, let's say, to 45 minutes to 70 minutes, uh, it's a three-minute ride. Unfortunately, it's only two, a three-minute ride. Two minutes and 45 seconds. I rounded it up. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah, you round it up. I mean, at two minutes yeah. and 45 seconds. Now, yeah. I am not going to deny this ride has a certain level of Disney magic to it. Okay. It really does. But across the way is the small world. And next door is filler magic, which also has a lot of Disney magic to it. And they have a lot shorter lines. And yeah. you don't have to, you probably won't, you won't even have to waste a fast pass with either one of those. <laughs> so, not. No. Yeah. So uh, yeah. to me, it's that's one of the reasons why it's overrated. It's just the line does not match up with the length of the ride, and you know, just it's it's a it's a fantasy land dark ride. It, it's like yeah. I say, they all have Disney magic. <laughs> You know, yep, and, yeah. the Little Mermaid, Disney Magic, you know. Uh, way higher capacity, Little way, Mermaid. Way that's, higher that's capacity. Yeah, biggest yeah. problem. Yeah, um, yeah. I think one of the things I read was between 400 and 450 guests 
an hour, which yeah, is half half of uh, Small World. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty yeah. low. That's pretty yeah. low. And and you know, it's it's. I think um, Small World is actually twelve hundred or something like that, right? I, I, don't quote me on these. I haven't looked on the internet, but I believe Small World is something around twelve hundred or a thousand. I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But four fifty is incredibly low. I mean, that's like. Yep. That's and and that doesn't you know, and it's it's kind of surprising it's so low because it, the the it, it is an omni mover, the the boat the boats that you ride in are suspended from the ceiling which also makes it cool, you know yeah and it's a suspended ride um, uh, so you, there's no track below you the track is above you, um, and they come constantly so you would think that the they, the, the they capacity do, would be their spaces, their spaces right. it's not like a regular omni mover where there's one after another right you know right next to each other right there's space between them yeah yeah so yeah. that's probably what cuts it in half and now now i will get into uh um something that i was thinking and i'm not sure if this is true but joe you can you can sort of tell me if this is true but um you know like mr toads had two tracks correct you know to improve its capacity and mm -hmm. i think and, and I, I don't remember if it was here or california but i think um uh, the original idea for Peter Pan's flight was to have two tracks, but they uh, decided to go a different route with uh, one of the rides that were right next to it or something. Um, I could be making that all up in my brain because I've read a lot of, you know, Disney stuff, but I thought yeah. originally this was supposed to have two tracks. It's it's and possible. It just, yeah, I, I don't I don't I don't recall. I don't know, but it sounds plausible to me. Um, we'll strike that, strike that from this in, in case well, it's not true. I, well, I, I, if, if it was going to in Disneyland, I mean, let's face it, Disneyland uh, cost seven, I think, seventeen million dollars to build, yeah. and and Walt was really struggling to scrape that up at the time, and had to, you know, had to get the money from ABC and and produce the Disneyland TV show in order to really fund the park. So I, I there were budget cuts for sure when Disneyland was first built, and I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised to know that maybe there were supposed to be two tracks and it's got scaled back to one. But as of right now, I mean, the, the amount of three, <laughs> yeah, the, the amount of weight <laughs> compared to the, to the actual ride itself and the ride time, it just doesn't match up for me. And, and uh, if, if the weight is short, I will ride this ride. I like it. I do like it, but. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Right. But one of my favorites, but, but the reason being is that and, and that it's on Gary Gary's number one and my number four is that the the wait time and the amount and the and the difficulty in getting a fast pass too by the way it's not an easy fast pass to get um oh. yeah as a annual pass holder we get a 30-day window we don't get the 60-day window that hotel guests get very frequently Peter Pan's flight will be not on the list not available yeah. to you at, at, at 30 days out which to me is like are you Peter Pan's flight, the Haunted <laughs> yep. Mansion, the Pirates of the Caribbean, the Jungle Cruise, yeah, available. Mountain, Splash yep, Mountain, all available, all available, all available. Thunder <laughs> Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain, available. Better. Uh, Peter available. Pan's flight, uh, not available. Okay, nope. yeah, doesn't match up. <laughs> <Wow>. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. Um, that is one of the ones that I typically get. I, I, I honestly, I think I've been through the that interactive queue once. 
And I think it was with you when we decided that I, we should probably see this one of these I think, times. I think that's exactly right. And you <laughs> yeah. know what, Gary? As much as I go, I've been through that interactive queue once. And I think it was with you. Was it that time? <laughs> it been that time? I don't know. Yeah. We both feel like, felt like, well, you know what? We should see this once. <laughs> it was cool. No doubt about it. Yeah, the Tinkerbell no, no probably yeah. around the room and stuff. That was yeah. super cool. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Yeah, but they did a very nice job on it. And, you know, they did a very nice job in an area where basically there was a bathroom. There was a bathroom before. <laughs> it was a very busy bathroom, by the way. And then now, then sure. they built they built the, the magical um, tangle bathrooms across the way and, and had no need for those anymore. That's definitely another podcast, by the way, talking Absolutely. about bathrooms. So more to come about that. Very passionate about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. So that was your uh, that was your number four. Did you have anything else on that, or you, you stole cover, my number one again? I just fantastic. cover it. Yeah, my number four was your number one again. I don't I don't <laughs> know what that means, but <laughs> if it happens a third time, I'm going to be worried, Gary. Yeah. That's, <laughs> <be> weird. Yeah. <laughs> so I will um, go ahead with my number three here. Um, my number three, let's see if it matches up with you, because this is kind of a jump again. Okay. But it, my number three is the Tomorrowland Speedway. You know, and, was, uh, I was going to say, that was one that was definitely in consideration for me, because, yeah. But go ahead. Yeah, it's, it's not on my list. Ahead. This one jumped ahead for me yeah. when I went on uh, an Autotopia. Is uh, it Autotopia? Yeah. Autopia. Disneyland. Autopia. Yeah, I'm putting in... Another syllable, but um, okay. tomorrow after, after a few so, sips of a Coney Negroni, I might put another syllable <laughs> into. <laughs> <laughs> so here's here's what happened with Tomorrowland Speedway because I remember going on it as a kid, and it was fun. It was a long ride. You were around it for a really long time. Um, it originally uh, opening day, the track was about 3,100 feet, mm-hmm. and then uh, in 1974. Four, it was reduced to about 2760 is what I have uh, 2760 feet for Space Mountain right. to come in right. which is fantastic, that's a good trade off still yeah, sure. generally a pretty long ride yep, yep. Uh, and then uh, two southern curves were shortened in the entire North Portland uh, mm-hmm. two southern curves were shortened and the entire north portion of the track was reduced for that Space Mountain mm-hmm. so then Mickey's Toon Town Fair came in, and yeah. a larger section got taken yeah. away, mm-hmm. 87, 88, and yep. now reduced to about 2,200 feet. Mm-hmm. And then in 2012, the mm-hmm. final curve was again shortened to make way for the second Dumbo flying elephant, mm-hmm. um, bringing down the ride to about 2,119 feet. And so essentially, it, the ride is 32% of what it originally was. Oh, and by the way, it's being shortened again for Tron. You, yep, you beat me to it, Tron, yeah. and, and they're doing more modifications to it. Uh, I didn't see that it was being shortened, though, and that's a crusher for me. I'm, I'm super sad about that. Um, <laughs> but, it but, was one of uh, me and my daughter's rides. Like, yeah. we were, should we go on it, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. but, but it just, it's... When we went on uh, the one at Disneyland, yeah, fantastic ride, yeah. long ride, yep. fun yep. ride, all yep. kinds of things to see. 
Yep. Fun. Yeah. Honda, Honda ro- robots everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's sponsored by Honda there. Right? <laughs> robots everywhere. And Honda uh, uh, medallions everywhere right. on the cars. Well, yeah. but, the one at Disneyland, Disney World is now the size of, it's like driving around my living room. <laughs> <laughs> it's small. It's small. Yeah. 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 And I have to say, this is one of the rides that, that um, what makes it not only that, um, it, it does have wait a longer wait time because uh, it's hard to get, you know, people in and out of the ride essentially. Yeah, so it's a right. slow loading. Exactly. Uh, they do load yep. a bunch of cars at once, but yep. you are for the most part uh, waiting. If it's during the day, you're in the sun. A lot of it, you are waiting yeah. in the sun. Yep. And uh, the the queue sort of goes around over the. Uh, um, the, the attraction itself down some stairs but unfortunately it's you you're breathing in a lot of fumes the, you are. The, it's the loud cars are, too it's loud it's stinky yeah. uh the, you know the cars there's there's iffiness on that upkeep i'm sure they're keeping them running good disney takes care of all their rides fantastically they do. They do. but um you know they're they're that actual mechanical engine that's running on you know fuel and yeah. It's but, it's stink, and yeah, it's sometimes like two, it's blue smoke. it's like a two-cycle lawnmower engine. So you know, it they, they only have a certain amount of life. So they really have to, you know, keep these things up. I mean, yeah, that one. Like I said, it was it was almost on my list because it is. And of course, again, it was we're going back. To, the line is always long. It's never yep. short. It, always long. No, it's it it. It, that's one of those rides that are almost always uh, you're, you're almost guaranteed a half hour wait. Yeah. Almost, almost. Well, you look yep. at the park; it'd be pretty much empty, and this ride is probably going to have a half hour wait. Yeah, at least, oh. at least forty yep. minutes or more. Very oh, yeah. frequently. Easily. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And even when the you know when the park's not even that busy, it's just you know, a, right. One of those rides that it's tough to get people in and out of, and yeah, you know. It's just it's, the loading and unloading of passengers. Yeah. Uh, no. Takes time. I, I will say one thing that is awesome, though, is at least it survives with even yes. with Tron. Uh, many people thought Tron yes. was, go- it was going to be lost and we were going to lose an That's attraction a, and replace right. it with and replace. So Tron is just going to be a new attraction. It's not replacing anything. So that's going to help the capacity of the Magic Kingdom. So that's a good thing. Um, and you know what's really cool about that, though? It's going to make this ride better. This might it this will if we revisit this, it's gonna f- probably fall off my list because you're gonna be able to see the Tron coaster. Oh, that thing is from up. great vantage points because yeah. you're gonna be going through the ride. You know, yeah. the Tron coaster will be right above you. Um, yeah. you know, for yeah. for a large portion, a large portion of this ride. Um, yeah, that that Tron canopy cool. is an awesome, awesome looking thing. So I'm yeah. really looking forward to that one for sure. That's another podcast too. Yep. <laughs> We gotta make note of all these. We get all these. Things. This is a good time for a uh, for a plug. Make sure if, you, if you're listening and you have any ideas, just email us the Disney Spirits at gmail dot com. Any ideas? Let's see what we can do. It's good. Good segue. All right. So I think we're good with my number three. Yeah, sounds good. Like I said, it almost made my list, but not quite. <laughs> my number three is again probably going to be controversial. It's funny because I, I think I'm in the I think I've been in the same park for all three of mine in the Magic Kingdom, 
again it's again it's in fantasy land this time it's in new fantasy land and it's the seven dwarves mine train coaster oh i'm gonna flame you on this one go ahead ahead. all right (laughs) all right i'm gonna tell you here's my reasoning on this one i like the ride i like the ride i like the animatronics i like the ride but this coaster which opened in 2014 may 2014 uh, as part of the new fantasy land first of all this coaster like we like i talked about with um buzz lightyear this is probably the reason there's no more uh snow white scary adventures in the magic kingdom mm-hmm. because they didn't want to when when new fantasy land was first announced um people started to complain said it was too uh girl centric too much yeah, for 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 girls that. um yeah. what was originally supposed to go in the spot where um the seven dwarves mine train coaster was um basically princess fairy tale hall which is now where snow white's scary adventures used to be um and I, I, was it bob weiss i can't remember who the who the president of of at walt disney world that was at the time he announced Okay, well, we're gonna we're gonna put a ride in for boys. It's gonna be the Snow White, the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. But because of that, we're gonna take the meet and greets that were gonna be there, and we're gonna put them over where Snow uh, Snow White Scary Adventures yeah, Snow is. White's right. Adventure, right? So we lost Snow White Scary Adventures, which is one of Gary's listen, top listen five. Listen to podcast one. Yep, listen to podcast one. <laughs> so the first so, podcast. And, yeah. It wasn't on my top five list, but believe me, if it was a top, if it was a top, you know, eight or nine list, it would have been on it. So for sure. So losing a ride like that to me, a classic dark ride was a big loss. So that's one strike against the Seven Dwarves Mine Train. (laughs) Okay, so it was announced and and we were all kind of excited that that this was going to get built. But as it was being built. The budget, of course, this happens frequently. The budget started to get cut. The budget started to get cut. Okay. Yeah. So this ride that was initially supposed to be significantly longer, according to like, um, I always go to WDW Magic. There's some insiders over there, WDW1974, whose name, uh, nickname is The Spirit. He was saying this, Marnie, um, we talked about Martin's videos fantastic if you wanted the history of fantasy land and new, go to martin's he's got a three-parter that'll you know you'll you can watch it it's probably five hours long yeah it's a lot it's, <laughs> it's long. long so yeah. but you know you'll learn a lot of stuff <laughs> and it's they're fantastic videos these people will tell you that, that this ride was shortened um budget was cut the ride was shortened and the the time the ride time is is two minutes and 50 seconds and that's with two lift hills um and so to me because of the um the uh, the popularity again this is this is a when i say peter pan's flight is a tough get 30 days out um as with the annual pass holder fast pass window this one is impossible you will not get this 30 days 60 days you you have to get it on the 60 day mark when your hotel reservation and to me the in a park that has thunder mountain Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, you know, uh, and and those thrill rides, this one just doesn't measure up. You know, it just doesn't, it just doesn't measure up to those. And I love the animatronics and I love the inside portion, but it is very short. It's not 
it's not like it's a, a huge, you know, you, you go by it and then it's done. Yeah, you you just go up go that lift hill and, it, and then yeah. it's a roller coaster after that. So, yeah. and it's a short roller coaster. And to me, the popularity doesn't match up with the length of the ride. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that, that's my biggest beef with it. I, if it was a longer ride, I, I think it probably would not be on my list. And, oh, and of course the strike if you listen to the uh, first podcast there yeah absolutely right. um right. that's that's a definite strike all valid points okay. on that i gotta say i yeah. do love the ride and uh because i typically can get it 60 days out you know right. and right. yeah you have to be po- you know like ready to pounce like a jungle cat on right. this fast pass you know yeah right. it's one of those one of those ones that go go incredibly quickly yeah 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 but yeah, um, the ride is definitely fun. Um, oh, no, it's fun. I like but it. The lines, uh, right? Yeah, if I was to wait an hour for that, I would I would probably be a little bit disappointed by the time I got off of that. Um, right. You know, one of the things that like I don't think we touched on is as kind of uh, I was just thinking about it as we were talking about it. Time means a lot at the Disney parks. It I mean, that's kind of like it seems like that's what we're hitting a lot here, right? Because you know you're spending a lot of money to get into these these Time parks is of and, the essence. and all the it is right. yep in order to be able to do all the things you want to do waiting in a uh what essentially a nondescript uh queue for hour right. or close to is really it takes out a chunk of time i mean know? it has an interactive queue but it's still it not, does I, I don't, it's, it's not, does. The, not, it's not, not, the, not so it's much not, for adults not, right exactly it's for kids yeah. right and and the thing is 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 you know uh it's kind of a it's a it's a kiddie roller coaster. It's a good roller coaster, but it's it's, yeah, it's fun. It's, it's fun. fun. It's fun. Yeah. But you know, there's there's roller coasters at other parks too, and it has great animatronics in the one portion where there is, but there, there's not. It's not that crazy. It's not that. Um, it doesn't last for very long. So, it, I would hate for somebody to miss the haunted mansion to ride this instead. That's my point. And that's, that's yeah. you know what I'm saying? Cause we're saying oh, time no, is no. of the essence when you do these parks and yep. you know, and if, if you can do everything, of course, do not miss this. In my opinion, yeah, this is great. This is fine. It's right. a fun yep. ride, but, but um, you know, don't, don't skip the pirates of the Caribbean to do this ride. In my opinion. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's a tough one. Yeah. yeah. You, you got to hit pirates. Of the Caribbean. You can't, uh, can't miss that yeah um that's it no, I'm points. Yep. yeah so we're on to my number two okay uh, and, and i gotta say as a time check we're creeping up on an hour and 25 minutes all right so we're doing a little bit better on time who's listening but we, but we still but we still got but two still to go <laughs> yeah well, well, your, your number one is done yep. your number one is done so, yep and we may, we may match up again i think we might match up again i don't think we're going to match up on my number two but we might match up on my number one so we'll see let's see so here's my number two my number two uh, overrated is dumbo or essentially any of the spinning rides. Okay. Triceratops spin Triceratops or, or spin. Aladdin or, yeah. Even the Astro Orbiter. Astro Orbiter Even is the cool. Astro Orbiter. It is, it's, but oh, talk about a line. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. gosh. Yeah, that <laughs> is another one that suffers from loading. Uh, yeah. well, elevator. you got to go up an elevator. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's supposed to simulate, you know, like going up into the, um, the Apollo spacecraft, like on, on one of the launch pads. Fantastic what? idea. 
cool idea. Really slows down. <laughs> really slows down. It's a, it's a cool idea when the park used to have 10,000 guests every day, but yeah. it has it has 35 to 40,000 yeah, guests every day now. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, right, I get it. They're super cheap for, yeah. the, for a park to put in, put in right? right. They, they got low people, people you know, so they get big, they get people, uh, you know, uh, on rides. And, uh, but they, man, for me, they're just, I mean, I'm not, I know I'm older and, and some kids get a thrill out of these, but I waiting in line for a two minute to three minute spinning and going up and down ride. I mean, I have seen kids disappointed faces when the ride stops because for one thing, they're typically pretty quick yeah. and they're, they're not very, not very fun. Right. And if you just spent 30 to 45 minutes in line to ride this three minute ride that just essentially spins around. You really sort of missed out. And in one of these things, so so typical way for Dumbo, which has a their new system, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I guess I'm more thinking about like the the older the older way, yeah. where kind of we're in a regular queue, you know, around the Dumbo. The virtual um, queue now. That the virtual it, queue now is yeah. is there's places for mm-hmm. kids to play. Uh, that'll be interesting. By the way, to go back to our news story, that'll be interesting what that looks like because right that you know that whole play area is not going to be yeah uh, you know available probably not yeah i'm almost certainly not but waits for this ride can be up to 30 minutes and this is one of those ones uh, it can be past 30 minutes easily but it's one of those ones that that people um always go on because the disney uses this for in a lot of their marketing materials well that's the thing i was yeah you know that's what i was going to mention you know i mean especially back in the um you know the early 2000s and the late 90s um mid 90s disney was heavy marketing with dumbo dumbo was the thing you saw it on the tv commercials you saw it in all their print advertisements they would show people riding dumbo dumbo was in the middle of fantasy land at the time with an outdoor queue that always was an hour and it, and, yeah. and but but kids <laughs> kids came to the park they wanted to see mickey mouse and they wanted to ride dumbo and those were the two things they wanted to do and that's what people did and um that's why disney of course built the double dumbos or the dueling dumbos like people like to call it but and 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 the virtual queue it's, it's much improved but it still has long lines and it's it's again we're talking about rides you can ride at another amusement park this is a spinner ride it's at every amusement park <laughs> where yeah yeah, it's it just shaped like a flying, flying uh, yeah. elephant. Yep, and yeah. even that you can find at some amusement. It's at fairs, you know. It's it's yeah. quick. It's if they set up a fair down the street from you, you're going to see it. It's there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I, I give props to the Astro Orbiter for being a little bit cooler because it's it definitely has the height factor built up on a pedestal. Yep. Um, and you know, I get the, you know the, yep. the loading to resemble you know astronauts traveling up to the rocket i get that that's kind of cool yep um but aladdin carpets need to be taken out of where it is please please let's 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 agree to return adventureland to its previous state before that abomination was put in the middle please Uh, there's there's two dumbos now they don't need it anymore and it's time (laughs) time for it to go i'm sorry (laughs) oh it makes a a traffic jams so Perfect jams yeah. area, yep. And and it screws up all the sight lines in Adventureland. I mean, it's yeah. No, I, I totally totally agree. Totally agree. And especially, you know, there's there's uh it, the the ride's capacity is a little bit larger, so you don't really have to wait as long in a lot of its carpets. But 
I will say, if you get put in the back and you can't control the up and down, all you do is control the the gentle uh, yeah. lean or lean back. Lean motion. forward, lean back, <laughs> lean forward, lean back. Yeah. You waited a half hour for not a whole lot yeah. of in the sun, in the blazing sun. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least you get to be uh, the you know it's somewhat of a water ride where you get water yeah. spray. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's not much saving grace. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> no. Uh, same problem. Tracer to have spin. Same yeah. issue. Same issue. Yeah. Except uh, on that one, you get to hear the annoying Chester and Hester uh, spiel. That <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I know that by heart. Uh, you know, if it wasn't for my uh, my Coney Negroni, I could do it. I could do it for you. Because <laughs> it comes up on uh, uh, yeah. Radio and. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it does. Yep. Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, so I, don't I think know, they man. call it Chester and Hester call it a dinosaur. It's <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, that is definitely a podcast because that is one of those totally misunderstood areas. It is. Arcs. It is. It, people don't <laughs> understand. And I, I, I understand people are like, oh, it's a, you know, it's a carnival area in the middle of animal. No, it's got a it's theme. To be. I know it's, it's to be. <laughs> I, I know it's a tacky theme carnival area, but it has this backstory to it. And I know, yeah. you know I, I've never had the beef with it that a lot of people uh, seem to have with it. I know that's probably controversial, too, but I don't. Yeah, yeah no, I don't either. Um, yeah. Probably because we know the backstory. Typically, yeah. you know, like if you're not as crazy, it wasn't advertised well. Like it wasn't told well, I don't think. No. Yeah. The backstory on that, um, because uh, there's 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 clues about what it is but there's really no no right. story and if well, i think the clues to... kind of make it cool too because you as you well, you know you can cover the clues but but the story is not quite as story. apparent because of them yeah exactly yeah, right. yeah. But that's a, that's definitely a podcast yeah no <laughs> doubt no doubt so that's that's pretty much it that's all i have about uh the, the spin rights i just don't think they're worth it definitely um like uh like joe says don't give up some of the better rides for for just no right no so i will say it's totally reasonable to get a picture of your kid on uh dumbo we have them you know yeah, yeah sure if you, you know if, if your child you know sees it in the commercial and has to ride dumbo by all means ride dumbo uh, like we said it's it's greatly improved the interactive queue and the dueling dumbos made a big difference with the it, two the two dumbos you know do that but then you know if you do dumbo don't Please don't do all the other ones too. For yeah. crying out loud. Don't waste your time. This is Disney World. You can ride it at your county fair. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's my number two. Good number two. Not on my list, but I totally understand and agree with those. Yeah. Well. Uh, my number two is probably sure to be controversial again. We're switching parks. We're going to uh, Disney Hollywood Studios, and it is the the Slinky Dog Dash. Ooh, that is controversial again. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a gonna, wait time issue. <laughs> it is. It, it is a wait time issue. And you know, and here, and here's my beef with Slinky Dog Dash. Okay, this is this is open with the rest of Toy Story Land and Hollywood Studios, um, uh, along with the Alien Swirling Saucers was the other ride that opened at the same time. And um, 
sorry, hold on, I don't want to steal your thunder on this, but I consider that Alien Swirling Saucers kind of a spin ride. <laughs> yes, without a doubt. And the lines are long, and yeah, oh, it's, it's, a, little bit, it's a little bit funner. It's more like the whip than the, than the spin ride. Yeah. But again, you're, you're going to find it at your at your carnival, so don't, you know, don't wait two hours for the Alien Swirling Saucers. Yeah. Um, I say there's a much better installation of that in uh, California Adventure, the... Uh, Tomaters, to uh, Tomater, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, over in Cars Land, yep, 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 yep. much better insulation of it, a little, the, little bit more humor, some good yep. songs yep. and stuff like that. Yeah. And you do wait. the the weight is nothing like like yeah. uh, you know yeah. the alien one. Yep. Well, the, and, that, right. and, and that's, derailed you. That's, that's another thing too. You know the the weights and some of these things. You know, in between California and Florida, don't 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 match up sometimes too. If they are in California and Florida, so. Um, you know, these don't necessarily apply to Disneyland uh, if the rides are copied over there. Yeah. So, but anyway, Slinky, Slinky Dog, Dog Dash. Dash. I Slinky apologize. Dog Dash. Okay. Yeah. I know Gary likes Slinky Dog Dash. I like I Slinky Dog. I like Slinky Dog Dash. Okay. I'm a ro- I like roller coasters <laughs> and I like Slinky Dog Dash. But again, here's the problem with Slinky Dog Dash. This is a Mac um, LSM launched coaster. It goes 40 miles an hour. It's got a two-minute ride time. Okay, this is a two-minute ride. Um, very similar to other Mac launch coasters like Manta at SeaWorld in San Diego, which I think is probably awesome. a, probably a little more a little superior to Slinky Dog Dash. Actually, yeah. it's the same it's definitely aggressive same, launch stuff. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. yeah yeah It's I think it's a better ride than Slinky Dog is, but um, uh, Slinky's not quite as exciting as Manta is. Um, anyway. And that's my beef with it. It's it's a short ride, but you cannot get it. This is another one of those that yeah. you better be there 60 days. And this is a park that has the Tower of Terror. You know, best, Lin, best, you know best yeah. ride, best ride at Disney World. The, in my opinion, the best ride yep. at Disney World. Yeah, I I told yep. in fact, in my opinion, the best ride in Orlando if you ask me. I mean, uh, hmm. yeah. You gotta yeah, think about that, but I think yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, I mean that's that's just my opinion. I lo- I yeah. love Tower of Terror. Oh, without I mean, you awesome. know, I'm a, I'm a huge Twilight Zone fan too, so that's yep. kind Same. of kind <laughs> of clouds my judgment. <laughs> but, 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 but so the you know, elements you got, got and this is a park where you have one tier one fast pass, so yeah. you have to think you know long and hard about what you're going to use it on and. A lot of people are running at 60 days to use it on Slinky Dog Dash. I heard people when this first opened saying this is the best ride at Walt Disney World. If you think this is the best ride at Walt Disney World, I'm sorry, you're at the wrong theme park. I mean, <laughs> you don't yeah, like you've convinced yourself because, of that because you just because, waited three hours. Right, <laughs> and, and I'm not saying it's bad. It's kind of minimally themed. I mean, there's some statues of, of, but they're, they're not animatronics. And the only animatronic in it is the Wheezy, the penguin who sings, um, you got a friend in me at the end, which is actually very cool. Don't be very cool. cool. (laughs) The queue is nothing to, nothing to write home about. It's just basically a 2d queue. Um, there's not much going on in the queue. Um, again, I would say I like the way it's built, like, you know, his backyard, and it's built out of uh, board games and yeah. stuff. I think that's kind of cool. A lot to look at, but yeah, not for but it's, ba- it, right, it's basically 2D, though. I mean, it is 2D. You know, it's not, yep. yeah. Um, it's, it's like I say, I'm, I'm saying by my notes, fun, 
but I can't understand how in a park with Tower of Terror, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad, Rock and Roller Coaster, Millennium Falcon, Smuggler's Run, someone would yeah. use their tier one fast pass on this, especially considering, you know, the other coasters that are out there at other theme parks that, you know, maybe one that's even closer to your house, to your home, you know, you're running, you know, these these are other rides we're mentioning are so unique to Disney World. And yet this is a this kind of, I don't want to say it's off the shelf. It's a custom Mac coaster. Mac makes right. great coasters. Again, we're saying we like it, but it's just not worth oh, it's nice and smooth. The fast pass. And and wait, if you don't have a fast pass, you're going to wait 70 minutes plus for this, at least. Yeah. Yep. It very rarely goes below that, maybe at the end of the day, you know, um, or very, very early in the day. Um and with, you know, who knows what when Hollywood Studios, what the opening time is going to be when um, things reopen, because yeah, they were, I think they were opening at eight. But yeah, people were running right to this. This this had a longer line than anything right at the beginning of the day. And um, I just so, to me, yeah. I just don't quite understand the popularity compared to the actual ride. So Not, what's funny about that is I, I agree. I agree yeah. with you. The, 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 the ride is, it's good. It's fun. Yeah, it's, it is you know, it's, very, it's, it's fun. Exciting. Yep, it's yep. fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I would not want to be waiting hour plus for it. And um, like I was saying, we get, we always get fast pass for that. Right. When we get them, you know, right. like yep. the, it's one of the, like you said, it's one of the ones that are sold out really quickly, but yep. the first time I think that we went on it, or it could have been the second time, but the first time we went on it, it was towards the end of the night. Yeah. Um, I think it was like, uh, I, think we were, I think we were supposed to go with you and we had to go home. Yeah. You guys had to leave, right? We had to leave because it, it rained, it rained on our fast passes and we had to, yeah. we had to take off. It was a walk on for us. We fast passed it, but then we could stay on. Yeah. And then it, we could get off and then we took the front seat because right. it was a walk on until it closed. I think we wrote it either twice or three times. I, I, might, okay. I think it was twice. Yeah, but remember that night or that day and, and that day, that oh, afternoon and that night, was, it rained. It rained right. and rained and rained. So that, that drove a lot of people out. Long. Yeah. And still the lines were long until still. the very end. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So so that's that's my beef with it. Not, not that it's not good. I like it. I do like it. But I just, to me, it doesn't match up with the actual popularity of it compared to some of the other rides, you know, that yeah, people, people might be missing in order to ride that. Yeah, top tier stuff. There's right. a lot in that park now. Well, that's the that's the thing. The, the whole the whole park is pretty much tier one. So you better be yeah. careful when you pick tier one. Um, you know, <laughs> so which one you pick? Um, um, Tower of Terror. You know the line. Uh, you know, of course, if you want to ride Slinky Dog and Tower of Terror, you probably are better off to pick Slinky Dog because. Uh, it's yeah, going to be a longer wait than yeah. usually than Tower of Terror is. But if you if you're only going to ride one, I'm going to tell you go ride Tower of Terror. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tower of Terror's waiting uh, queue is pretty cool. It is. Yeah, it's very cool. <laughs> the the whole ride from from start the to finish. The whole ride is awesome. It's, it's the best theme ride. Yep. Very much. Yep. Yeah. So I would like to say that brought me to my number one. Yeah. Although my number one was taken again. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but just to recap, was... just to recap, my number one was Peter Pan. <laughs> <laughs> that was Gary's number one was Peter <laughs> Peter Pan. Yep. Peter Pan. Okay. And, and, uh, and mostly due to the weight. The weight. And that was that was my number four. I mean, again, recap and Gary and I both like Peter Pan's flight, but yeah. it's just the weight doesn't match up with the ride time and the popularity of the ride. 
Um, so my, that brings me to my number one. So we're back to my number one. I'm not leaving the park. I'm not leaving the land. And I'm going to say my number one is Toy Story Midway Mania. I knew that was your number one. <laughs> yeah, my number one. And um, it, it was my, um, that would be my number, uh, you, you know, five and a half. Five and a half. Yeah. It's my yeah. list because I was really kicking it around. Yeah. As to whether or not I was going to put it on the list, but <clears throat> yeah. I, I, I mean, um, here's, yeah. Basically, sorry. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, I mean, this is a ride that opened in, in 2008 at Walt Disney World, and it, it, it's been copied at Disney California Adventure and Tokyo Disney Seas. Um, I think they, I think it's Disney World. They just call it Toy Story Mania now. I don't think I think they dropped the Midway. I don't know uh, where they dropped the Midway. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, but it, maybe when Toy Story Land opened, they dropped the midway. But yeah, this maybe. Is, anyway, this is a ride that is, you know, all the other ones I said, I, I like them. I really, this is a ride I could say that I'm not that crazy about it. I'm just not that crazy about it, especially considering how much money it costs and how touted it is. Um, yeah. it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a 3D screen-based attraction. This is something that you will hear Disney fans flame Universal for constantly, okay? I flame Universal for this. <laughs> uh, Gary, if I break something, yeah. Gary, Gary's gonna, about Universal, Gary's going to write me back and say, yeah. <laughs> do you wear glasses? Is it a screen? <laughs> you know? Oh, so, oh, yes. but, so, so this, is, this is basically a 3D screen ride. I don't understand why you even have to get in a cart to do this ride. I mean, it, it's... You go from screen to screen and basically shoot in a very unnatural motion. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, we'll get into that, and it won't be a podcast. <laughs> it's not going to be on a future podcast, okay? Podcast. And you and you um, you play carnival games, basically, three D carnival games. Um, yeah, it's carnival yeah, games. Carnival yeah. games, and um, this ride cost 80 million dollars and it supposedly was the most technologically advanced ride that disney had ever built at the time and i'll never forget going on it the first time and going really this is this is it you know imagineers these people come up with awesome stuff and and, and this is not just in and, and some people love it i some people do love it but it's just not my cup of tea yeah and um again I'm going. I'm going to go back to you know, um, Men in Black Alien Attack, which you know, cost less money to build than Toy Story Mania. It was built a long time before Toy Story Mania, and it's got 127 animatronics. You ride. Yeah. There's a real ride. There's a real story. It's got it humor. Great? It's, it's got humor. Yeah. yeah. It's, and it's got multiple endings, and uh, it's just a great. If you're going to do a shooting ride, this is it, you know, and right. and still the gold standard in my book. Um, and another. So, so I will say. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. I want you. To, no, I don't want to ruin your. Go no, ahead. Go ahead. You, you, um, well, say I, I was going to say I, I enjoy this ride. I I do. But I, yeah. I would never wait for this ride. No. You no. know what I mean? Like yeah yeah. Um, my whole family loves this ride. The the competition part of it because we're highly competitive. Right. The competition part of it always. It's always right. fun. You know. Right. Um, right. But the, again, it, it goes to the weight, and right. I, I will say, if it was a walk-on, like you're walking into an arcade, which it should be more like, because, right. like right. you said, it, it's not really. There's no reason for it to really be a ride. Why are we in? Why are you we in? Just walk we, up to this. 
yeah, we, 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 we ride in the carts and we stop in front of the game and then we play it yeah. and then we ride to and the next play. game. Yep. Why are we in carts? It just slows yeah. things down. We'll just walk. Yeah. And by the way, you just walk up to the game you want. By the way, speaking <laughs> of speaking of walking up to the game, Disney has a video game came out with a video game version of this for the Wii uh, back in 2000, you know, right after it came out. And I'm like, any any ride that had or attraction that has a home version is not for me. I, you know, like when Shre- I think the Shrek 2 has a has the um on the shrek 2 blu-ray or dvd there's a copy of the actual shrek attraction or the movie from the shrek attraction in universal which by the way if we were doing worst Worst, attractions in orlando that would be that might be my number one okay that is my Uh, number one let's just say that right now without a doubt a huge strike against it is that it's available at home you can watch the movie from the ride at home get rid of it and it replaced yeah. Alfred Hitchcock, which I which, I loved. Alfred one of my Hitchcock. favorites. Yeah, <laughs> I loved Alfred exactly. Hitchcock. Anyway, so you know, uh, another thing about this that really bugs me and a big strike against it is this particular ride system is probably, according to rumors, the reason that Disney does not have Harry Potter in their parks because I believe initially, according to rumors, you know, I don't, certainly wasn't there. Um, when J.K. Rowling, uh, she approached Disney first and said, if you were to put Harry Potter in your parks, what would you do? Give me a proposal. And what the um, Imagineers came up with was basically this ride with magic wands. And she was pretty much totally unimpressed, and I don't blame her. And she went to Universal and said, well, what will you do? At the time, Universal was... Down in the dumps, they had built Islands of Adventure. Yeah. They didn't get the uptick in in uh, attendance that they thought they would. Basically, what happened is they split their attendance between their two parks. So they had the same amount of attendance, but two parks, you know, the same amount of people, but in two parks. And uh, they were desperate. And they said, we'll do whatever you want. We'll build whatever you want. We'll, you know, and but they might she might have never approached them if Disney had come up with something uh, that impressed her, and this better. didn't impress yeah. her. And I, I don't blame her. A I really better. don't blame her. And what, what Universal ultimately built was, you know, it was great for us, for us theme park yeah. fans because it turned into a big competition. But but for Disney, I mean, they pretty much, Universal might be, you know, as big as SeaWorld right now if it wasn't for that, you know? Yep. Huge miss and, of Disney's yeah. Yeah. Huge yeah. miss. That I hadn't heard that before, but I well I heard that from you, you know, when we yeah, had a yeah, discussion yeah. about it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What a what a big miss. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't imagine preparing that for, for <laughs> JK Rowling yeah. and be like, Okay, here's what we got. Right. And then, right. Yeah. Right. And then what she ended up getting at Universal, holy smokes, talk oh, about yeah. it. World yeah. of difference. Yeah. No pun intended, world of difference. Yeah, there's, there's, <laughs> there's you know, of the attractions at, at, at Universal that are Harry Potter themed, I three of them are Top attract some of the top attractions oh, yeah. in Orlando for yeah. sure. In yeah. fact, even for if you count the Hogwarts Express, which I think is a great attraction, which is you know, fun. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's fun. not you know it's not groundbreaking like the others, not, but yeah. yeah. So anyway, oh, and and um, I don't want to diss it completely without mentioning the Mr. Potato Head uh, animatronic in the queue, which <laughs> yeah. which awesome. is every every one of these has a redeeming quality for me. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. animatronic, you know, interactive animatronic um, that will, you know, pick people out of the crowd and talk to them and uh, 
and uh, pretty much interact with the guest, and he moves incredibly fluidly. Very Real, smooth. Uh, yeah. He takes his takes his uh, ear off. He takes his ear off. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't think he does that anymore because he he had so many misses. I think they got, <laughs> got rid of that. That's like the B, you yeah. know, the B function yeah. now. The yeah. B's in so, B mode, like the like yeah, the Yeti, mode. like the Yeti. But but oh, um, that's another. We won't, we won't mention that's another <laughs> podcast. Oh, so I don't want to steal your number one again. Were you done? Were you no, done? That, yeah, that was my number one. Yeah. So uh, we did. One of one of the friends of the podcast reached out to me and said, "Hey, you know what would be a great time to fix the Yeti." Now, yeah, the, exactly. The, 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 that's a really that's a think really about it. Point. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we don't want to reduce the capacity of Animal Kingdom, so we're we, we you know we we don't want to put take the um, expedition Everest down for any extended period. Well, yeah. guess what? It's guess down what? right got, now. It's down for an extended period. So that fix the Yeti. Yeah, come on, exactly. Joe. Joe, yeah. Joe, not you, Joe Rody. Come on, Mr. Rody. You yeah, promised. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Sure, by now he listens to this podcast. Yeah. We told him how much uh, we're how tired. Much fans we're. we're tired of Disco Yeti. We want yeah. the Yeti back the way he was. And uh, I, if for anybody who rode Expedition Everest when the Yeti was fully functioning, it was pretty. It was a it, you went by it very quick, but it was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. It, yep. it's humongous, scary. Reach down to the to the cart. Like, yeah, yeah. Miss yep. awesomeness. Yep, yep. It's very very cool. It was a it was yeah. a great culmination to all the buildup in the queue and the ride, you know. So you know, but now we have Disco Yeti. I mean, he's still impressive, no doubt about it. But you oh know, yeah, it looks it takes looks a little really something cool. away. I, if you never if you never saw him before, maybe you wouldn't even care. But you know, yeah. we we saw him before. We saw him in all his glory. So unfortunately, I can never forget that. No, very cool. So is that was that your number one? That was my done? number one. Yeah, I'm done. I have nothing else, Gary. I'm sorry. I, no, I will I will say that um, before we finish, uh, we be, our next podcast is going to be our top underrated attractions. That was a difficult one because I've I've got like 12 on my list there. This one was tough for me to come up with with um you know overrated attractions because i love disney and uh, you know even the ones that are on this list i like for the most part and so for the most part mine always hit on like weight it's like uh you know cost benefit analysis here you know like the cost of time just doesn't match the the fun for me though they are all fun right it's just that sometimes you have to wait too long for for these fun rides and right um you know, the only one that really hit for me that wasn't a wait time only is the Tomorrowland Speedway. And that's really because, of, you know, a function of um, what Disney did to the ride. Right. You know? Right. It used to be yeah. a, it's a shortened a long put other ride. things in. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, so what we're saying basically is if, if don't, if you're going to Disney World for a week, don't skip these because Gary and Joe said they're, they're yeah. overrated. That doesn't mean yeah. they're not good. It just means that, in our opinion, maybe the weight doesn't match up with the with the the uh, the length of the ride or the, the quality of the ride or right yeah. the fun factor basically yeah. yeah yeah so and that's it yeah we don't want any emails that say, you know any angry emails told us not to ride this ride no, we don't want <laughs> yeah, we're not telling you not to ride not, yeah. <laughs> so I guess um I guess that's a wrap. 
I had nothing else. I was going to, I was, oh, you know what I was going to do was, uh, I didn't want to cut off on, on your number one there because I wanted to segue into YouTube. If you want to see the Yeti in full motion, there are some videos out there where. Uh, oh, there are. Okay. If, uh, yeah, yeah. If you missed that, there are some videos out there with the Yeti in full motion. Yeah. And, and hey, Joe, speaking of YouTube, the oh. Disney Spirits podcast, the Disney Spirits are is now on YouTube with drink recipes. Yes. So make sure you go out, check them yes. out. Like we do, a, we're going to do cocktails from the park. So yeah. every week we're going to have a different cocktail from the park and we will put up a video shortly thereafter of, uh, of us making the drink and showing you how to make the drink. Um, and this week, our featured drinks are Gary's got the Coney Negroni from the Abracadabar and I'm drinking the dark and tropical stormy from Trader Sam's Grog Grotto. Yeah so, yeah, so definitely go out there and let us know what you think like subscribe all those things help us we're trying to drive up uh trying to drive up hits and stuff yes. just get any podcast or any youtube yep. channel um uh, and and please feel free to email us with any uh suggestions yep. the disney spirits at gmail.com um what else we got we got all kinds of all kinds of media out there now yeah we do we're <laughs> facebook and facebook twitter Podbean, instagram we're on iTunes, it all now all iTunes, of it yeah, so. yep. spotify definitely. you'll find us on all those um podbean uh yep yep definitely go out to um itunes will help us out a lot if you go out iTunes, and like our yeah, podcast yeah. Yep, yeah. that's that's big a yeah, leave of, a leave a review for us please if you can and we would yeah. truly would appreciate that yeah um anything well one other thing we always like to close with is um a shout out to the servers at disney world right absolutely yeah they're they're, uh, we you know all the all the service people at disney you know they especially now and you know without a doubt especially now but um they're all going to come back you know and uh they're all going to be taking care of us just the the same way they did you know they all have picked for their personalities and their ability to you know know what guests need want you know sometimes even yeah. before you do so shout yeah. out to the servers shout out to all the service people out there yeah yep. treat your server well yeah treat yeah. your server well yeah treat your server well all right cool joe you got a close for us i believe i you do. do i do i do as always in the immortal words of warren zevon everybody especially in these troubling times remember to enjoy every sandwich that's right all right that's a wrap we are uh out this is our uh, third episode we've made it through joe we really cut down on a lot of time uh, where are we at an Gary? hour in one hour and 57 minutes oh wow yep. we trimmed so, the, we trimmed like six minutes <laughs> off <laughs> we're way below <laughs> <laughs> we can talk we can talk all right we'll catch you in two weeks all right gary have a good one yep you too joe see ya take care good night so 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 you're saying that you think maybe some from from your perspective now did do you know something about uh, life and death that maybe i don't know no not unless i know how much how much you're supposed to enjoy every sandwich, mm-hmm. you know?